Check one, check one. <laughs> We're here in the basement of the Downtown Dream 2.0, corner of K and your favorite dream. Um, this made that up on the spot. <laughs> wow. wow. Oh, I like yeah. it. I like yeah. it a lot. Well, um, this is a very, very special episode of the Not So Real Estate Podcast because I have the first team member of the Sean team <laughs> joining us today. <laughs> oh, wow. And she's my wife. I am. I am your wife. Yeah. Hello. So, honey, what's your name? <laughs> my name is Mia Sean, and I'm so stoked to be on here today, babe. Yeah. I'm so happy you asked me to be on here. Well, someone else did it. So. <laughs> just kidding. I've wanted you here for a while, but we've just been waiting for the right time, you know? Right, right. So here we are. Is it the right time? I guess so, because we're here. Okay. It's got to be. And we're good to go then. All right. Well, that's good. Well, then what are we talking about today, honey? Do you um, know? I don't know. You have the questions, babe. Oh. Wow. So you're going to be listening to me today? <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Just some fun husband and wife banter for you all to enjoy in the first opening minutes here. It's had a great lunch at Chili's. Yeah. You cannot beat that Chili's queso. It is. It's something else, you know? That and Chili's then, lunch special, baby. The, you see, that's why that's my wife. The uh, Pepsi. You've heard me talk about it before. Or Coke with the grenadine in yeah. it. The cherry Coke. It hits different. It's a game changer. It is. You know? Yeah. <sighs> Glad we're on the same page with it, honey. I think we are, too. It's important. Yeah. yeah. We've gotten to that point where we're just like sharing meals now. You know, when you get older, everything just starts to really change on you. It's you know? so true. Yeah. And we're really happy when we share our meals and we yeah. feel like we I like, feel better about myself, my lifestyle, same. you know, same. who I am as a person. We spend less, but we feel like we're eating more compared to what we yeah. paid for. You know? Yeah. So I wanted to treat this episode as a real informal way for everyone to get to know you. All right. To continue to get to know me and to get to know kind of our story, what's brought us here. Love it. Because it's been a long road. It has. It Like in the grand scheme, number of years, mm -hmm. not nearly as long as everything. That it I think feels like overcome. it's been such a, a long time with you and we've only been together for six years. Yeah. Yep. Celebrated five year anniversary in April. Yes, we did. Yeah. So it's really funny. We were only, we dated for a little over a year before we were married, right? Should we talk about how we met? Let's do that. Yeah. I okay. want you to do that. You honey. want me to tell? Yeah, I need you to help. All right. So I am just like this young, younger in my 20s. Uh, okay. I got to push the pause already. Oh, okay. I okay. just need to, I think okay. the viewers need some disclosure disclaimers. Okay. A little asterisk here. All right. You're going to get Mia's side of how everything came to be and i'm gonna let it be i'm gonna let this ride i tell the truth so i'll wait until the <laughs> end to interject maybe with a couple things or maybe i won't maybe let's let it sit so let's just honey it's the stage is yours okay well thank you so much sweetie so i am this young 20 year old i got my band tees on my um combat boots 
heavy eyeliner, just living my life. And then this Blake comes in and he's just dressed to the nines, the happiest guy I've ever seen in my life. And I, I wasn't happy, so I wasn't sure what, what that was all about. And, um, so as time went on, um, I worked at the time on my stepdad's team as a photographer and Blake was an agent on there and I would be going to the listing appointments and, uh, to take the photos and Blake would say that he needed to be there cause he wanted to make sure I was safe. And it would just be these, like a sweet old man just sitting in his rocker, or like two older women selling the house for their, their mom. And so I was just catching on. And he just was a uh, pretty relentless show up at the office and stuff and come and have little conversations with me and whatnot. So I wrote Blake a really long email because at the time I was dating someone and I told him he needed to leave me alone and I wanted nothing to do with him. And he says that in that moment he knew that he got me. Um, so, but I really started falling for Blake when our f- he came with my family to church one Sunday and I had seen him worship and I didn't know at that time that I ever cared to have a man of God. I didn't have that as a standard at that point in my life. But when I saw him worship, I was just like, I, God just really opened up my eyes and he was so sweet. And I just felt like I was at a point in my life where I had so much like teen angst still, even in my early twenties and Blake was very well put together. I didn't think that we would fit very well, but the first night, um, when, when all was said and done and we were both single, I came over to his house one night to talk and we stayed up till three or four in the morning talking all night. And I told him he could let me know when he wanted me to leave. And he said he would. And I never left. I was living with my brother at the time and we stopped and visited the house just to pick up some stuff at that that day. And uh, Blake was like, no, you're just going to be with me. So and then we dated for a year and a half and then we got married. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. So if you want to lightly stalk a woman, not in an aggressive way or scary way, it could work. Because that's what you did, and you it's and you, persistence, honey. It it's the same good. way I get people to let me sell their house. Right, you you really let me know that I was wanted. So, amen. Yeah, I yeah. still want you. Thanks. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope so. <laughs> yeah. And now yeah. we have our two beautiful babies. We have mm-hmm. Micah, who is three; she'll be four in October. And we have Asher, and he is two. Yeah, and they look like twins. Micah is this tiny, cute, little, sassy girl, and Asher is this big old boy. It's just a big old love bug. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we have a cute little family. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty wild, huh, honey? Yeah, it's been quite a road to get to where we're at. Yeah, and still trying to figure it out, huh? And you've been doing your real estate stuff, and so... You've been doing that for probably close to 10 years now? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, 10 years. Hard to believe. And I joined you for a little bit to do some real estate stuff, and I realized that I I don't like real estate. Yeah. But I'm really glad you do. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, I'm really glad you brought that up, honey, because that kind of segues into the next portion, what it's like to be my wife. Yeah. And... Like, 
you know, I'm super passionate about real estate. Right. What does that look like from your end and your perspective? Mm. And then the second part is what does it look like the last five years? We can actually even get more specific just since we've came back to Tulare at the end of 2019. Okay. What does it look like? I have been blessed to watch you go from the very first part of being into real estate and getting just your wheels turning and then um, being on your team, you and I started our team together and then we moved to Paso and you were head over there for a little bit and kind of uh, didn't really have your team going for a sec. Right. And then you started going again with your team. So I've just really gotten to watch you grow and see the different people that come in and out. And um, I mean, for a while it was really overwhelming because for me, I don't, I am almost too chill where I could be fine doing nothing. I would have been fine with a, a tiny little house, just you and me with our kiddos. And, you know, I just the bare, the basics, I, I would be happy, you yeah. know, but then you're with she somebody. She wanted to live in a trailer. Yeah, I did. When we first got married, I tried to get us to go inside of a trailer because it was really cute. Um, in Paso. Yeah, in Paso. Yeah. yeah so a little different. Yeah, slightly, <laughs> but. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. So, but no, I think. um it's been a wild ride because you have so many dreams and visions and I didn't understand you for a while. It was really frustrating because yeah. I just wanted you to chill. I wanted you to have your team and sell some houses and be fine with that. But you, but we had Micah in 2019, moved back here at the end of 2019 and um, from Paso to Tulare and you bought a building just came home and told me that you bought a building <laughs> and that you're going to, yeah, yeah. In a pandemic, you're going to revamp it. And at that time before that, you and me did everything together. So I had you with me 24 seven and then I, we became parents. I had not a clue what I was doing with my motherhood and you were out there doing your thing in the middle of a pandemic. So me and Micah were just alone and just by ourselves, little besties, you know? Mm -hmm. And then before I knew it, I was pregnant again with Asher. <laughs> I know I breathed wrong that one time. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> That's how it works. After you have the first, it just, it just rolls on in. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's taken me some time to see your vision and what you really want to do and try to better understand like where your heart's at. Cause yeah. like, like I said, I could be fine with the simple things, but then now that I'm three years into motherhood and no, not four years, almost, yeah. I feel like, I'm starting to understand that dreaming side of things and wanting more things for yourself in yeah. the way that not only it's not just for you, it's for a lot more people, Yeah, you know, at the end of the day. Yeah. Amen to that. What, just because, I mean, your husband's a team leader in real estate, been doing real estate since we've been together. Your family was in real estate before, like, Is there, like, at what point did you overcome the fact that I was going to be in real estate and how did you get to be okay with it? Um, I think, uh, over time you just kind of realize that things are out of your control <laughs> and you got to just make peace with it one way or another. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But also like when I started to find things that I wanted to pursue that I was passionate about and that I really loved, um, 
it took me doing that to understand how that must feel on your side to not have somebody cheering you on and, and supporting all the different things that you're doing, Right. you know? Yeah. So, but, but now I, I do see it on a bigger scale and stuff. And I see the way that it's changed so much of downtown and all the different families that are involved with helping with downtown, making it better and stuff now too. Amen. It's made a difference. It's true. It's been a labor of love. Mm-hmm. And I know it was a lot on you. Yeah. And even for the entrepreneurs and the dreamers that listen to us and listen to me and have watched me. Um, part of the reason I want to share all of this is because this is what you'll have to go through in your vision, in your dreaming, in your, this gift or blueprint that God gives you. Like we had to walk out what it looked like in our relationship because I knew God had given it to me, yet I also know that God gave me Mia. So how do we balance? I know what God has me here to do, and I also know who God has me here to be. Mm-hmm. And like, so there was that wrestling going on for me mm-hmm. at the same time of knowing we just need to take care of our family and provide because we do have a newborn and new all of this. And then you also pair that with what we know. We only judge things based off of typically what we know or have experienced. Mm -hmm. So like we have different family dynamics. We have different roles and responsibilities. We have all these different things that we didn't talk about. We didn't even know. Yeah. You just don't know. Yeah. There was so much we didn't know. And it was like. In the midst of it, the couple things that we did know were foundational. Mm-hmm. And it is the only things I believe that has kept us. Yeah. And it's really the pursuit of God individually mm-hmm. and then embracing it collectively yeah. and how much more powerful it can be. Yeah. I know I can do great things in real estate. Mm-hmm. I can't do things of magnitude unless my wife is in it. You know, and it doesn't mean that you're selling a million houses for me. Right. It's just like that knowing or understanding that you get someone's got your back. Yeah, for sure. Is enough. And um, I think we've talked with each other like there can be all sorts of stuff going on in our life Mm -hmm. outside. If we're cool. Yeah. If we're on the same page and connecting and getting where we're at. Mm hmm. There's nothing that will stop us. For sure. And I think we just had to learn each other more. And that was it. And ourselves. Yeah. For sure. We don't know. We're still figuring out who we are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's scary to say, but possibly the most enlightening thing people can do for themselves is start with questioning yourself. Yeah. Don't question somebody else. Like starting out like The only person you need to be concerned about is questioning yourself and who you are Mm -hmm. and why it matters. And so I was even so caught up in what I thought God wanted me to do. Like I was God's cheerleader. God doesn't need, God didn't need another cheerleader Mm. in Blake. Right. What he needed me to be was his kid. Period. Right. I needed to just accept the sonship of being God's son. Mm Mm-hmm. And understanding that 
everything that I'm going through doesn't have to change in order for me to still have that title. Right. And marriage has continuously shown me every part of myself that I thought was okay mm-hmm. that maybe still needs to be loved on. Yeah. Or just need to be woken up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Maybe we have lodged preconceived notions from a young age and we've never challenged some of these things. Mm-hmm. So we just reiterate what we know in our actions yeah. without questioning them. Mm-hmm. And I think we're really good. We just get deep with each other. Yeah. I love that about our conversations. Like I feel like the that, reason we were up till three or four. Yeah. Was not because I was making out with you. No. No. I don't even kiss you. <laughs> no. I don't do anything naughty. You know? Yeah. True. No. We were just talking. Yeah. Yeah. We're in love with each other's brains. Yes. Amen. I do love your face though. I love your face. I really too, do. Baby. Yeah. I love a lot more in your face. Thanks. But go there. Yeah. And I think as we, <laughs> as we grow, we realize like we still have a bunch that we get to know about each other. Yeah, for sure. And the version of us in 2018 mm-hmm. yeah. is not the version of us in 2023. Yeah. I don't love the Mia of 2018 the same way that I love. <laughs> that was rough. Oh my gosh. Might have to cut that. No, I keep mean, going. It might be a good thing. Keep it going. I know, right? Where, where are you going with that? What I was saying is, I get to love you better because you're a different version of you and I'm a different version of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I say it a lot, but there are like personal like deaths and birth mm-hmm. that happen as we walk this marriage out. Totally. And so... Then even from the outside, you have all of these people that are also observing you mm-hmm. and they have their own opinion on who you are, yeah. what you do, why it matters, mm-hmm. why your marriage matters, who you're supposed to be in your marriage, what that's supposed to look like. And then we have to wrestle and figure that stuff out together. Right. And we've gone through quite a journey, too, because <sighs> we have. God is so good. We grew up in completely different households um, and. Yeah. It's really, (laughs) mine was almost too, too much. And I think Blake's found a lot of space. I found peace that not everything needs to be out loud and it needs to be discussed, that it's okay to let things go. And I think on Blake's side, he got to see that his voice is worth being heard. And, um, And along the way, so our kids are in daycare. They're in daycare five days a week. Um, so after I had Asher, I had postpartum depression really, really bad. And I did not know that I had postpartum, but I knew something was really wrong. Um, my baby, our babies were always so loved on and so well taken care of, but where the house had gotten, our marriage had gotten, it was just all too much. I think you, you grow up with these ideas of what life will be like when you have kids and you don't realize like just the amount of really community in a village that is necessary. Mm -hmm. And so when Blake was on top doing all of these things and I didn't know how to come alongside him because I could barely at that time, take a shower, brush my teeth, do the bare minimum of of things. And I didn't know how to explain that to anybody, especially when you have two children to take care of and you want to make sure that 
not only are they taken care of, but the other people aren't worried about them, yeah. you know? And right. so luckily my uh, best friend, her sister started a daycare. And so with that time, I've been able to work on my mental health. I've been going to therapy for the past few years. Um, just made a lot of different lifestyle changes and able to love on my kids more because I can actually be present for them without battling all of these things that are going on. And I've learned to really, cause life was so chaotic throughout my whole life. So when Blake came into my life, there was, of course we had struggles, right. but there was so much more peace. Like our house life is such a blessing. Cause mm-hmm. of course we have like a screaming three-year-old and two-year-old going off, but they're just living life yeah, and we're loving life, yeah. you know? So yeah. I really just, and it's hard sometimes because we don't have anybody around us that we could say lives the same life that we do, that we could look at them and be like, this is how it's, it gets done, you know? Yeah. We've just really had to it, figure this out. It feels extremely unconventional right? in how we operate. And right. honestly, even to this day, mm-hmm. with how we choose to do things and operate is... Right very against yeah and i'm very big on mental health like i really want people to feel comfortable to talk about their struggles and what they're going through you know so and i feel like you have been such a help with me because you know that that is something that i still battle a lot of the times and you help me through those things you know and point me to god and just yeah just to get through that next season you know but Mm. i'm all for unconventional families doing things whatever works for their family you know yeah no and i agree honey it's uh and the mental health stuff i mean you've helped me so much with that just be able to give clarity to some things there and i was not a therapy counselor kind of person um but now I look forward to it. So I know uh, oh, how the tables have turned, you know? Yeah, I'm all for therapy. Um, <laughs> and in general, I think we're just figured out like the holistic, like we have to be a whole person. Mm-hmm. We can't be this kind of person here, this kind of person there, this kind of person here, because the, there's just this incongruency right. and it rips us apart and it kills us. It kills our soul. Right. So it's like, but this is who we are. So let's be in that. Mm-hmm. But then we have to be okay with both being misunderstood. Yeah. And yeah. still messing up along the way. Yeah. And then being misunderstood and having to be okay with that. Mm-hmm. You know, like being an imperfect person growing. Right. But still choosing to grow anyway. Yeah. And. So it's just wild because I feel like we have these things going on separately, but then together mm-hmm. we get to cover each other. Right. And there's some days that I'm on top of the world yeah. and I get to cover you. Like, don't worry, honey. I got the energy, the strength, the words. Mm-hmm. I got it all for us. Like for a few days, at least we're good. And then by the end of the week, I'm like, I don't even know, like, where am I? Like, what day is it? And she's like, I got you. You know, and like she's got it together. So it's kind of like this tag team. It is nice when we're both like, we're doing good. Yeah. We're rocking. For sure. And I believe we'll be coming into more of those seasons and days. Mm -hmm. But it's like, 
that's not even the goal. Right. The goal is to be whole. Right. Because when we're whole, we can go through anything. Mm-hmm. We can walk through it all and we're just going to be better. But Lord, please take it easy. Yeah. Take yeah. it easy on us. You know, like if you want to lighten up, I'm cool. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I feel it, girl. I get it. Yeah. But thank you for sharing all that too. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. It's kind of wild to be having the convo and on camera. Yeah. I almost feel like we're like our normal bedtime, you know, 830 yeah. having our mm-hmm. end of night convo. Yes. I really enjoy that. Yeah. I do too. All right. Hey. Back. Yeah. 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 We're here. We're here. Took a breather. Took a drink of coffee. Mm-hmm. Back in the game. Yeah. Ready for it. Well. Mia, yeah, I'd love for you to talk about segueing mental health, who you are, what you're going through, what we're going through. What do you love doing? What do I love doing? And who is Mia? Oh, man, those are some quite questions. Um, Things that I really do enjoy doing, though, I love dancing. I like turning on some worship music, and I like to just go off like I got a whole audience all around me singing. Um, painting, uh, but I really love knowing that I get to create the environment of our home. Mm. So they used to feel like a lot of responsibility because when my moods were so up and down, I didn't know how I was going to do that properly. Mm. But as time has gone on to be able to take care of the kids, spend the evenings with them, uh, our family time during the weekend, like Mm -hmm. knowing that. I get to do all the things that make sure that the the wheel is turning while you do the other end. You know what I mean? Like we're such a good team and I love that. And I really do love being a a mom. I'm still very much trying to figure out who I am. I believe Mm -hmm. in who Christ says I am, but it's one thing to know what he says about you. And it's another thing to like really intake that and walk with that, you know? Yeah. So I'm still very much learning who I am, like what my values are and what my own interests are finding like my thing. I still don't know, you know, but God's been awesome of just opening up opportunities of different ways to serve people over the last few years too. It's such a blessing to have the kids in daycare and God giving me opportunities to serve in one way or another. And lately it's been with organizing. If I can help somebody when I first put the kids in in daycare and I had to really go through our home and get to go through each section of our house and clear out the stuff that wasn't needed, put a home for the objects so Mm -hmm. that they knew where they would go back to. Like seeing how that helped my brain be able to think better. And then when God gives me opportunity to help other families be able to live like that too, you know, just to function better. Because you just don't know. You don't know when you're doing something in the process of the early on thing. I didn't think when I was cleaning my house, I would help anybody else. Right. I just wanted to feel better. And I didn't know how to do that. And I was telling Blake the other day, I watched this video that was talking about helping your brain be happy Mm. (laughs) and to not just think about being happy because that actually scares your brain and overwhelms it. But if you do things to make your brain happy, then it actually, it'll make it happy. So whether it's like I said, I like to dance, I like to sing and all that kind of stuff. Um, Lately, I've been doing some fun YouTube workouts that really are vibing, you know, got some Missy Elliott workout videos, you know, you know, (laughs) 
Yeah, and yeah. I have walked in and yeah. it's been fun. Yeah. I love seeing that. I love you seeing that. Yeah. It's really fun for me. <laughs> I will not say anything inappropriate right now, okay. but I'm thinking it. <laughs> there's, there's, there's people who aren't going to listen to this, babe. I know. So yeah. how's it, how's it been married to me, sweetie? Oh, well, hey, don't turn the tables. <laughs> I'm interviewing you, <laughs> not the other way around. Good try, though. We'll I'm circle. Like, we'll circle back around. Well, the only reason I'm doing it this way is because a lot of the people on here know me more or less. True. And I'll keep getting to talk to them about what I'm figuring out along the way. But I get to be on your podcast at some point. At some point. Since you made me wait this long, I'll have you. You could be like my 25th guest or something. Got I'm it. Well, I know you had talked about it. Do you have a name for it? Do you have a name? Mia Mondays. Whoa, whoa. Mia Mondays? Mia Mondays. Doesn't wow. just roll off the tongue? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I already got on Canva and made some little little preview shots, you know. I have nothing to work off yet, but an idea. I have 26 people that God downloaded into my brain that he wants me to interview. So Was I one of them? Yeah, sweetie, oh. of course you were. I actually yes. made a list of only women, and then I was like, I, I should put some guys on there. So I put your name <laughs> then. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't well, before. You. You're welcome. Well, I appreciate that. I know you were fleshing out, like, what does it look like? You know, Who's the audience? And right. we decided, you know, you need both. Yeah. A little both. I think you're for all the people. Yeah. 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 We're good at giving the people what they want, you know? Sure. Try our best, at least. So anyway, do you want to, uh, what inspired that podcast? What is making you want to do it? What's inspiring a lot of what you're doing right now? I feel like I'm really starting to wake up to my life. So hmm. the more that I'm waking up, the more that I have interest in living life. Whoa. I feel like that's really deep. <laughs> I feel Can like. say it again? I feel like. When you're in like a depression and stuff, you're just in a fog. You're not living your life. Yeah. You know, you're just trying to get by. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like my body's been in survival mode for like the past almost 30 years, you know? So mm -hmm. it's like in this past year or so, it's finally been able to relax. Yeah. Um, it reminded me of Forrest Gump a lot with Jenny. Um, it was like once my body was starting to come out of survival mode and the kids were in daycare and I could finally relax. Like I just couldn't stop sleeping because I was so tired. Yeah. <laughs> my brain was so tired. My body was so tired. And so that's where I spent most of my time was just trying to get back, sleep, learn a new schedule. How do I take care of myself? How do I take care of my home? Yeah. How do I take care of two kids mm -hmm. and a husband? I don't know. Yeah. But I'm going to figure it out. And so over the past two years, figuring out as much as I have, you know, like yeah. now I think God's like, now I can start giving you things to invest into. Like you're worth investing into, you yeah. know, because I was just fine. Like I could just sit on the sidelines and watch you go. Yeah. I stopped dreaming. I stopped having ideas for myself because I just right. felt like it just was pointless, you know, but that's right. where the enemy does try to come in. Like I have so many promises over my life Amen. and I had forgotten about all of them because yeah. I was just sad and I wasn't yeah. doing too hot, you know, but the better I'm getting, the more that I really am living and wanting to be a part of my life, you yeah. know? Amen. You want to show up. Yeah. It. In all areas, being more present with the kids, be like 
with our time in the evenings with each other. Yeah. Yeah. I'm into that. I feel that. And life in general, spending time with friends and just being out and about. Like, we live in such a beautiful county and stuff. Like, beautiful trees everywhere. The sky's blue most of the time, you know? (laughs) Yeah. It's a nice place. It is, honey. It is. We're blessed. Yeah. I agree. I agree. So, all you Tulare County haters out there, (laughs) just remember, this ain't a bad place to live. This is God's country, baby. Oh, yeah. yeah, and this didn't come from Blake Shelton. It came mm. from Blake Shannon. Mm. Blake Shannon. Blake Shannon. Mm. This is God's country. Yeah. One more time. Who's? This is God's country. Okay. Make sure. Yeah. I liked it. Thanks, sweetie. Yeah, I get a little bit of grumble into it. Uh-huh. This is God's country. Yeah. (laughs) Me and the boys rumbled and tumbled them all the way down the mountain. (laughs) That's good. (laughs) It's not easy going there. (laughs) That's good stuff. Well, I really love. Where you went there, honey. Thanks, sweetie. Did you feel God talking through you? Sure. Good. Yeah. I get the, the Holy Spirit sweat. You know I, what I mean? HSS, baby. That's how you know it's it's him. Holy Spirit sweat. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. right. I get a lot, like, I live in it. Yeah. I literally do. I know, sweetie, I know. Want to talk about sweating on here a little sure, bit? Sure, sweetie. Talk about if you want to be open. Well, I feel like. You do some laundry, so you know what kind of special shirts I got. Yeah. And this might be a great spot, great segment, to introduce our new sponsor, Thompson Tees. The only t-shirt around to have built-in sweat pads. I got myself 12 of them, and I am not kidding. Different cuts on the neck, different fits, like, they do it all. Thompson Tee. That's where it's at. Sweaty pits. No mo. Yeah. That was my segment slot for them. My my tag and my plug. Those really have been a game changer for you. Thank you. Yeah, the first few years it was just endless changing your shirt. Just out all the time. Yeah. Just constantly okay. sweating in the pits. So yeah, if you sweat a lot, those Thompson tees. Thompson tees. Thompson yeah. Look it up. Really does help. Keeps Ooh. all the sweat. Yeah. It's pretty wild because when you do the laundry, it's like some heavy t-shirts, you know? I do like extra It's rinse. like a baby diaper. Yeah. On each For side sure. For that sure. you can wash. Reusable. I'm glad you like it. I'm glad it works. Well, it works. I don't like it. No. I still have to sit in my sweaty pit diapers all day. Right. Sweaty pit diapers. They don't smell though. So that's cool. No. Overall, I'm not a stinky person. No, you are not. And overall, I'm not, like, that hairy of a person. Mm. Like, I know I have hair, but, like, in right. general, I'm not super hairy. You're not, no. You're you're not. So. I enjoy that. I think you. there's just, God gives some gifts, and he pairs it up with stuff, and it's like, sorry, dude, but, like, I don't want to give you a ton of, like, hair to have to deal with. Like, your eyebrows ain't too crazy. Like, mm. you ain't got to shave your whole body. Like. 
you're going to have to deal with sweaty pits. Yeah. You got to so, have something. Yeah. Gotta, something um, wrong. Yeah, exactly. Right. And that's, luckily, that's it. All I got wrong with me are just these sweaty pits, baby. Everything else, one, honey. Hey, man, I'm a lucky girl. <laughs> Thanks, honey. You're that was welcome. good. You're welcome. I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, now that we got the sweat talk out of the way. <laughs> it's out there. Yeah, it's out there. I think a lot of people know me know that, but if you don't, now you do. Don't judge me. Something fun I wanted to tie into this, even though it's a little bit different than our normal, was... Something we do every week here at the Not So Real Estate Podcast. All right. Something called musical. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it, I already messed it up. It's not musical. It's lyrical royale. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Honey, do you know what lyrical royale is? I, I got a little bit of information, but not much. Okay. Well, I need you to pick out. A song that's talking to you or something that you feel like would speak to the people. All right. And uh, I don't know. Let's walk it out. All right. Well, you go first. Sound like you have yours memorized. Yeah. Now it's time to put I do up. have my memorized. <laughs> I do have my memorized. Memorized. I have mine memorized lyrical royale by blake sean oh here it is don't tell me to calm down the only time i go backwards is when i moonwalk by mass wolf that was that was really great yeah very insightful what what did it say to you? Um, it said that you um you're not walking backwards unless it's a moonwalk. I, I like that. I think that's very smooth. Thanks. Yeah. It feels good. You feel good. It feels good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you did it without your phone. I did it all. You, without you my phone? did. I'm really proud of you. I I couldn't do that. Not on the spot like this. It's a song that's hitting right now for me a little bit. Okay. And that particular lyric, just like, yeah. Like, I, yeah. Think, I think you said that yesterday. Yeah, the only time point. I move backwards. I thought you made that up until right now. The only time I go backwards is when I moonwalk. Okay. All right. Well, Stick that one in your pocket. Use it for a rainy day. Yeah, it's a new one to know. Thank you, sweetie. You're welcome. That's good. I want to bless you and the people. I feel blessed. Amen. Thank you. What do you got, babe? I see. I wanted to pick out something funky and fun, but I didn't have much time. So instead, <laughs> doing something not funky and fun. Well, it can be funky and fun. It all depends on how you deliver it and then how you explain it. So there is a song that I love very much because I do deal with having depressive issues or mm-hmm. anxiety, right. things like that. So one of my favorite songs is faith over feelings Mm. um and it says more times than not i feel like your grace is for everyone else but me because i know my secrets and i know you've seen everything yet in my sin your love met my transparency and now my shame is undone and i really love that so compared to every other lyrical royale we've ever done (laughs) 
that's probably the most serious <laughs> and most intense. <laughs> and I'm cool with it, but I'm going to need you to read it again. Okay. Because I missed some of it. Okay. It was long. And I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> I even I fully... cut it shorter than that. Oh, I'm sure. I believe you. I want you to read it again, though, because wow. it, it was really good. <laughs> okay. More times than not, I feel like your grace is for everyone else but me because mm. I know my secrets and I know you've seen everything. Yet in my sin, your love met my transparency and now my shame is undone. Whoa, dude. I love that it's God really knows good. us and he still loves us besides, besides that. Yeah. Like what a blessing, you know? I think what you just said is so cool because people don't say the second part of what you said. They just say God knows you. Mm-hmm. And that's really scary. Yeah. He do be If you leave everybody. it like that. Right. Like God right. knows you. Right. Yikes. Right. Are you sure? Mm. It's. And then he loves me. Yeah. You know. He really does. It's like it's not like he loves me. I love him. And then he gets to know me. Right. You know. It's not like that. For sure. Like. We're not really dating God. God was in the delivery room, is the delivery room, Mm -hmm. you know, like it's a different, it's a different thing. Right. But even as a Christian believer, when someone said, oh, God knows you, that didn't make me feel well. Mm. It's like, and I would fake it, say, yeah, and he knows me, but I don't even know me. Mm -hmm. So who does God know that I don't? Right. And or yeah. that God knows who you actually are. Yeah. And you don't. And I don't. Right. And that was what I figured out. And when you get to that spot, what do you do? Yeah. What? Surrender. Man. But I had to care enough to want to know who I was. Right. But then you have to actually care. But then you have to care. And admit that you care. Yeah. And that it's not like you don't care. Frick. You care a lot. And that's okay. Yeah, but that's heavy. Yeah. Right? Not for you to carry. <sighs> Amen. Right. Yeah. It's, it, it is such a blessing to not have to do it all on your own. Amen. You know? Or like the scripture I sent you the other day about two people. Mm-hmm. You know? Because when one falls, the other one is there to pick up the other one. Amen. And how you're talking about how we flip-flop, you know? Yeah. We do. And mm-hmm. God is so good. And there has been times where we're both down at the same time, but God still sustains and yeah. carries us and yep. makes sure we're fine. Yep. You know? It's it's awesome, though. I love lyrics and I love music very much, so. But if I get the opportunity again, I want to do something more funky, you know? I love the one I picked. It you're was meant get, for it. You'll get another opportunity, I, honey. I, gotta, I, gotta, I have to rewatch this video and everything and make sure that you killed it. I did. But I already know you did, and I know you'll be back. <laughs> you'll be back. <laughs> Look the stick in your face. <laughs> yeah. It's deep into my soul. That's what I do. So tell me something that you least expected from me. On this podcast? No, in general. In general? In life. You least expected. What I least expected from you. But... It's the opposite of it, if that makes any sense, how I worded that. Um, yes. Yeah, and there's a few different avenues I want to go down. I'm trying to figure out which one would be best. But um, 
made me care about me mm. more than anyone else had made me care about me. Mm. And if it wasn't like, I didn't know that that was going to be you. I knew that you were going to be my wife very early on. I mean, we didn't talk about it, but we tried to get married like in the first month. Yeah, we did. We wanted to get married real quick and just get it done with. But thankfully, you know, everything worked out the way it did and everything. But we knew we were going to be married and do all this stuff. And it's crazy because we were completely unorthodox. It didn't make sense. No, nothing. Nothing has made sense with us. And yet everything has been so beautiful. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I didn't think that you were going to come in and be able to show me like you're worth getting to know Mm. and then helping me understand what I have to do to protect that. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was uh, more of a doormat and with a smile and really good at it and um learning boundaries and expectations and um just different dynamics and understanding it's okay yeah to explore that like you've provided me so much clarity for one so much questioning and through the questioning god gave me the clarity mm. but you provoked a lot of that that i know that's why I know that God brought us together. It's like, and I know I do the same thing for you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, in a weird way, like, because we love each other, we get to be in each other's gardens, like helping yeah. each other, like pull weeds out when mm-hmm. it gets in there or water things when they need to be watered. Totally. Tending to different tending stuff. Tending to different things. Mm-hmm. And, um, I just never want to lose the depth of what we've had. Yeah. And I know it's only because of the hard stuff mm-hmm. that we chose to talk about and seek help yeah. in. And now it's like, I feel like God's setting us up to do this on a bigger level. Yeah. Well, I think we started in the grave, you know. Totally. So then the foundation gets built and then, yes, the rest of it right. comes out on top of that. And we're not in a rush. No. But... No. Sometimes it feels like a rush. It does. When you're in the middle of a lot of pain, you just want to move through it. But then when you do look back and see how present God was during the pain, makes it all all better. You know? That's what I love about our relationship, too. I feel like something that you've really helped me see is what love looks like Mm. from a man. You're so kind. You're so sweet to me. I'm just wild. I know I'm crazy and I could be a lot and he just loves me and I don't, I don't understand it sometimes, but he does. Same with our kids. Like the environment is so sweet that we live around. And I, I love that because when you come home, the environment's still good. And I Mm. love that. It's changed everything to watch you be a father to our kids and love them and show up for them the way that you do. Or just when you come home, how invested you are into us as a family. It's, it means everything, you know? So it's the more important thing. Well, I think too, like the kind of father you grow up with is usually how you're going to think of God because God's your father, you Mm. know? So you put him in the same 
spot. Yeah. You know, so I went from thinking a dad could be one thing and thinking, oh my gosh, this is more reflective of what my father is. He's very unconditional. He's very patient with me. He brings (laughs) a lot of joy into my life. He shows me I'm powerful and I can do things, you know, like, you know, because sometimes when I'm down and you're like, no, like you're a fighter. You caught it in you. It's going to be okay. You don't have to even do anything right now. That's right. God's going to take care of it, you know? Yep. It's like we're just reminding each other over and over again, (laughs) you know? Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Ah, well, I love you, honey. I love you. I appreciate Thanks you for being bringing here. me on. It was fun. Yeah. This was really good. Let's do it again. Okay. If people want to follow you, are you on social media? I sure am. I'm on Instagram. Uh, Mia N. Sean. And if you don't know how to spell Sean. That's like it's down there. Just <laughs> Yeah, figure it out somewhere. You'll find it. I'm not going to tell you. (laughs) There's only a couple ways you can spell it, but yeah, good luck. You got it. S-H-A-W-N. Honey, let's give it to him. It's okay. Well, until next time, my name is Blake Sean. My name is Mia Sean. (laughs) Yes. We are the Seans. We are. We are. We are so thankful for you. Appreciate you listening. Keep following along and have a great rest of your day. If you listen to this, I can't imagine your day getting much better than this, but I pray it does. Amen. (laughs) In the name of Jesus, we love you. Love you. Bye. (laughs) All right.